This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. Okay, what is up, you guys? Welcome back for another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. Again, this is a podcast for the individuals that are constantly irritated but never quite upset because, you know, it's not our fault that everything is just annoying as fuck. That's just how life is. As always, I am your host, Sydney, discussing the latest and greatest in the news of what has gotten on my nerves this week because, again, you guys, it's always something. And I am happy to be joined this week by some hilarious acquaintances that I've made in the last few weeks, courtesy of the Gorilla Grippettes. Shout out to Bree for connecting all of us. But I am joined by Sayla and Mackenzie, whom I appreciate for letting me pick their brains for today's conversations. Ladies, do you want to give a quick introduction? Mackenzie, you go first. <laughs> okay, I don't know what to include. Um, anything. Okay, I'll give my like interview spiel that I always do. <laughs> my name is Mackenzie. Uh, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, moved to Chicago five years ago. Um, and you know, now we're here. <laughs> That was great. Um, I'm Sayla. I am now living in the Dallas, Texas area, but I grew up in New Jersey, right outside of New York City. Uh, went to college in Chicago at Northwestern, and now I'm graduated and living my little life in Dallas. <laughs> See, I love it. Just some 20-somethings, you know, figuring it out. And again, you Definitely. guys... Today's episode is going to be a discussion on privacy and secrecy in relationships. So, you know, it's always a topic of, uh, does the world know about my partner? Does the world not? And even then, what do we prefer and how do we prefer for our partners to react? And also in the context of social media, where we're constantly sharing 24-7, you know, what is appropriate and what isn't appropriate according to us so moving on to the first segment of the show we have fed up or up so just fyi ladies i like to use this segment um, as an opportunity for my audience to get to know my guests better because what better way to know people than what gets under their skin so i'll start off with what had me fed up this week and y'all why do people avoid facts before sharing their invalid ass opinion like you know in general it's always that notion of you know everybody has an opinion Yet my biggest question is why do people share these opinions that can be like easily invalidated? Like, you know, I'm definitely somebody that holds a lot of opinions, but I feel as though a majority of mine can be made stronger by facts. I don't deny how other people feel, but if I feel that somebody is willingly ignorant, I'm not validating it. No. There are too many resources out here for people to be as ignorant as they are. And even then, a lot of times, these same people that like spew, 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 they're always giving more facts. Like people are always counteracting their arguments and they still deny it. And I'm like, what's wrong with changing your opinion once you get new information? Pride. True. Pride. They're embarrassed. They're embarrassed. They don't, they don't want to admit that they didn't know something before <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. But that's I don't understand it. 
Like, why be willingly ignorant, especially going through life when, you know, in a lot of ways, even though people think like, oh, it's just their opinion, it does not matter. No, this can spill on into other areas because, you know, these people are out in the world working, teaching, having kids. So why would I want somebody that just has a hateful mindset or a mindset that's just ignorant about things moving throughout the world and I got to interact with them? No. Oh, that's affecting me and <laughs> it's literally coming from the fact that you know this week it, there have been a lot of things in the news cycle regarding celebrities and relationships and I'm just like you know what I don't know these people but it's still a lot that can be said about this particularly in the context of you know Quavo and Sweetie but I'm still like you know we don't know them but I still know black women are very much at risk for domestic violence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had a little argument with somebody uh, about that. And, you know, I, I kept it brief because I picked my battles, okay? Mm -hmm. And I don't, need, I don't need somebody to agree with me. Like, I don't care at the end of the day. If you're going to be ignorant, be ignorant, whatever. But this man tried to say it was not, like, abuse. And I was like, hold up. Would you rock your girlfriend like that into the elevator? Would you rock anyone like that ever? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, I don't know. Of course, they're like, we need to see both sides. And, you know, she was doing this time and the other. And I'm like, okay, all right. It's the same old, same old with people. People are, and Nia, my thing is too, I think I get even madder just with that whole scenario with women defending Quavo because I'm like, when has oh, history ever paid off with women defending men? And I had a friend tell me like, you know, oh, you know, there's so much strife and things put on black men. Like we just really are so hard on them 24 seven. And I'm like, girl, I know what they go through. I'm a black woman. What are you talking about? If anything, hey, both of those statements are true. Like, yes, black men go through a lot of shit, but like that does not they also be causing a lot of shit. <laughs> they be causing a lot of exactly. shit. Exactly. Like, comes to black women, I'll say. It's just, again, I'm like, you know what? Y'all can try to say what y'all want to say, but don't do that to me. Don't don't come to me with it because I am going to sit there and there. we go we gonna talk about this for a while. And you can go off and think what you want to think, but at the end of the day, I might just think you dumb. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey. And I hate I hate like having to call people dumb to their faces, but they lack critical thinking skills. It's like you really wonder. You really It's what you, you really said wonder. before. You have to pick your battles. Is this person Very going true. to change their mind no matter what I say, or are they just stuck in their ways? They're not gonna change their mind, their opinion, no matter what. New information is presented to them. So just let them just let them go. Let them think what they want to think. I just know I'm fed up with it. But ladies, was there anything that you guys have been fed up with or that had you fucked up, you know, this past week? Oh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> let me check Twitter trending real quick. <laughs> I know, like, I feel like there was something. It's there always something. something. It's always something. I'm actually looking up this DM, um, this DM argument I had. <laughs> Damn, nothing, Mackenzie. <laughs> I'm still looking. It can be anything. It's how to be something. Oh, you know what? Ooh, wait, I gotta be careful. I gotta be careful. I gotta be careful. Oh, <laughs> now that sounds like something that's a little spicy. It just depends on who who can uh, watch this or listen to this. <laughs> But, you know, people just, I'll just keep it very vague. I don't like being pulled into people's drama and arguments, okay? 
I am somebody who I've never had beef with anybody. Like truly, like I don't have beef with people. If you think you got beef with me, that's one thing. I don't know why <laughs> you would ever think that. Like I'm very like. No, I don't even want to say keep the peace because I will confront you if that if, if if that's what it takes. But like, um, you know, I just I just don't do the the drama, the beef, none of that. So when mm-hmm. people try to drag me into their arguments, it really drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's been happening lately uh, with some people I know. <laughs> <laughs> and they just keep trying to drag me into things. And I tell them, I'm like, listen, like, I respectfully decline my involvement here. <laughs> I'm just, you're, you're just not about to have me tight. Because I know how I feel about, you know, this topic. And, you, and I know how you feel about this topic. And I know that it's going to be heated. And I'm just ha- trying to have a good day, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and they were still trying to get me involved. So I just don't like when people disrespect my boundaries. Like if I'm telling you like, I'm good, I'm good. Like what, what more do you need from me? Like, yeah, that, that did get me a little hot this past week. But As it should, because <laughs> at the end of the day, like you said, you are overstepping your boundary by trying to implement me into this further. When I say, hey, I really want nothing to do with this. I have nothing to say about mm-hmm. this. Y'all will figure it Y'all out. I'll have fun. I'll be minding my business see i think people just need to be let out of the house <laughs> me included well, yeah. <laughs> i feel There's like a lot that's, of people that need to get out the house that's it like uh, pushing a lot of things and fueling a fire with a lot of situations whether it's online and in person it's just like you know what i think y'all might need to find some new hobbies <laughs> <laughs> they need some mental stimulation that's what they're looking for they that's do the problem. they do they're bored i, I can believe bored. that uh-huh anything Kenzie are you um this week has been pretty drama free surprisingly (laughs) well that is good I'm glad to hear nobody had you fed up that's wonderful we will jump in right into the main segment of the show which is the make it make sense segment and I have titled this that ain't my man but that's my man though and I am back at it again with the quotables from Megan Thee Stallion this week because one I genuinely love the song Movie with her featuring Lil Durk. You know, I love that song. But the verse ties in with this week's discussion on privacy and secrecy within relationships, especially within the context of social media. Everyone has their own opinions on this based on, you know, past dating history and the genuine feeling of keeping things to ourselves. Especially when, you know, some things seem a little too good to be true. Like it's going really, really, really good. However, I feel like most people don't know the difference between secrecy and privacy. And considering how we actually know a few people who consider themselves to be very private, yet post their every waking move. You know, those people who I'm taking a break. I'm focusing on myself. I'm like... Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) I applaud you, but you don't have to tell everybody. We don't care. But anyway, let's dive deeper into this. So to jump right in, how about we all share our relationship status and, you know, which you prefer? Do you consider yourself to be a more private person about who you're seeing or, you know, a little bit more public and how you prefer your partner to be? So I can start. Um, I'm single. Um, I, 
I go back and forth between whether I'm a, a public or private person. I like my business to be private, but mm-hmm. especially in the sense of like in a relationship sense, mm-hmm. like for all of college, I was in a relationship mm-hmm. and our relationship was private. You know, people knew we were together, but like we didn't have to post everything that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the person that I was seeing was also very private, didn't really have much of a social media presence, which probably worked out for the best. Um, I prefer things to be private. They could be public. Like I don't, I'm not a secretive person. Mm -hmm. I don't really have any secrets, but especially in terms of like with my partner, I don't have any secrets. Mm -hmm. Um, But to the general public, I think I'd prefer private. Okay. Nice. Sayla. What's my relationship status? I don't don't even know, man. um so I I don't know that's crazy things that life has been very interesting lately um so I will say that there is obviously somebody (laughs) in my life um that's where it gets a little fuzzy I mean we don't have like an official title but everything else literally falls into place in that way so it's it's a little weird and we're also kind of in the middle of a transitional phase so like I'm not tripping like I'm not really worried about it but it's interesting that's all I can say. <laughs> and um, in terms of from a private person or a public person, I'm a Leo, okay? I'm gonna keep it real. Like, I'm a Leo. I've always, you know, I've always liked attention and people, like, I don't know, just giving off, I guess, a, a, a certain image. You know, everybody does that. That's the whole issue with social media and all that. Um, but I will say my perspective has definitely shifted uh, lately. And I'll say in part because my, my partner is a very, is completely opposite of me. Like, he's very yeah. private. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. very private. He's not, he's not even really active on social media. Like, he has accounts, but he doesn't really, it's just not really his thing, right? And um, so, of course, for me, it's like, interesting because at least I know up front what I'm not going to be getting which is fine like Mm -hmm. you know I don't I've always been kind of like oh you know it would be nice you know everyone likes to be shown off a little bit right Um, Mm -hmm. so I do like that but I think I'm just trying to be more accommodating uh, which is fine and also I think that that there have been times when I've been too open and so I think there's a lot of benefit to being extra private in your relationship, especially when things, when you face conflict and things like that. I don't think people outside your relationship really should be knowing about that because um, okay. people will project their opinions on you and it will really influence the way you think and, and it'll influence what you think you should do versus what you want to do. So that has been like my most recent lesson in that department. <laughs> and I like how you said your perspective is shifted. And I feel like that's, how life is in general you know we go through different experiences we meet different people and you kind of learn there like okay this person's a little bit different than me however it makes sense it's valid I can go with it now I say me personally I'm fairly in the middle you know if I like spending time with you I may post a photo of us being out however I much rather prefer to post somebody that I am seriously committed to and, you know, it's not like I'm claiming ownership of them. Like, you know, this is mine, this is mine. Because we all know people that can post people and be with people and you see their significant out other in a club all up on 10,000 other people. And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. But <laughs> that's just how it is. And 
funny enough, um, you know, I feel like if I do post you too, it's kind of me showing you up because I got good taste. I'm like, you obviously fine. Duh. Like this is obviously some compatibility. I feel like that's all mm -hmm. there is to it in my context. And you know, I'm always telling my business on the pod, but I can say, ladies, I did have a little, you know, a uh, link up with a boo who lives in another city. Oh, yeah. I know that life. I I didn't post them while I was with them, but I mean, people probably put two and two together. Like, interesting. No friends. None of that. But then again, I could have been overthinking it because two, I personally don't feel like people care. And they shouldn't. True. And funny enough, <laughs> I feel like two, when I was doing a little bit of research, getting ready for the episode, a lot of people do take social media into context when they think about broadcasting their relationship, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, you know, people think of it in terms of the same way that we watch celebrities when they post pictures of their partners, you know, nobody wants to admit this, but they have that little thing of like, well, you know, people are watching me, I do have followers. And again, research even shows further that within the digital age that we live in, and how technologies literally function in society. Why wouldn't we correlate certain ways of using it within the realms of our interpersonal relationships? So Carnegie Mellon and the University of Kansas showed that the implications of social media on disclosure of relationships online find that a majority of people correlate that if you are broadcasting your life, then your significant other should be in your post as well to keep the relationship quote unquote health. So they think, you know, you posting your trip to Tulum, you showing off your new jays, anything. Why not? Why aren't you posting me? So there is this broader um, perspective of people thinking, hey, like you can have other stuff that's private, maybe your income, your exact address, but you need to show people about me. Like, what do you ladies think about that? I think that depends on your partner. Like, maybe their partner is like, you have a following. I don't know who you follow, but like, don't post me. Don't post my business. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. I don't really know. I don't take social media too seriously. I try not to. I'll post whatever I want to post. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like it has a lot to do with your partner and what they want. Yeah, I feel like there, there shouldn't be a rule about it. I think it should be whatever works for you in your relationship. So, I mean, if, if something bothers you, if, if, if maybe you're the type to post your partner and it bothers you that your partner doesn't, mm -hmm. that's something that you should probably unpack. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, you need to really sit with yourself and ask, like, why? Why do I feel this way? Why do I feel like, you know, this type of way when as a fact that my partner doesn't, like, is show me off or whatever it is, you know? Um, so I think that's kind of, that's kind of your own business, you know? Uh, it's not really, I don't Very think there's an across-the-board rule. I don't mm -hmm. think there should be at least. And, and I'm not saying at all it's a rule. I just thought, like, it was interesting to show that a large population thinks, you know, if they ain't posting me what are they doing is there somebody else are people not thinking we're happy because they don't see us as much and Sayla like how you said it kind of stems back to you having to unpack more about yourself because at the end of the day is that more of an insecurity thing like are you thinking right. hey they're not posting me but they shown how they went to brunch and got wasted at like 1 30 and went to the park and all this <laughs> other crap but you know, am I insignificant in that light? And I feel like a lot of people 
deal with that within relationships, even without social. It's always that bigger yeah. mind frame of like, what is my, like, how much of this person's life do I actually take up? And, you know, how big am I in their life? I think that goes into your point of, like, privacy versus secrecy. Like, are you trying to keep me a secret? Like, are Mm -hmm. we not, like, telling people? Like, much to consider. And even then, I was going to ask you too, Mahindi, how you said that while you were in college, you dated somebody who was, you know, more private, not on social media as much. Did you ever encounter people who were like third party who would ask certain stuff like, oh, you know, I didn't see them or um, I didn't see you on their Instagram or Twitter and, you know, I didn't see them on your page. Like, are you guys still going together? Like, how does that work? Have you ever encountered that? Yeah, uh, quite a bit. Just because my partner at the time was a very kept to himself a lot of the time unless like you were in his close circle mm-hmm. um like people whenever people would see me they'd be like hi how's your partner like are you guys still together like what's going on there and i pretty easy to just explain that we were together but um i would post my partner more than he would post me simply because i use social media more mm-hmm. um i don't think it was ever an issue i i saw that he didn't use social media and that was never an issue for me Mm -hmm. Um, I also knew that in general, he was a very private person and that was fine. Mm-hmm. And I'm, that makes a lot of sense. It is, it's just funny to see how even then people try to chime in about mm-hmm. certain things because it kind of goes back. It kind of contradicts and plays against what I just said, where I feel like people don't care. But then again, you, you don't know who is watching and who is trying to make note of certain things in your life it's odd but it happens for sure the world is a small place because even then i know sometimes i find out stuff on social media that i had no business coming across i'm like why do i know that that's so-and-so baby daddy he (laughs) blocked him and they got in a fight and mama arguing with them on facebook like but you know it happens it's weird it's happens it's it's weird how social media just plays into different things and even with facebook i'm always weirded out by that like people you may know section how they'll pull up like co-workers I've had from three or four years ago and I'm like what the hell Facebook random like tinder hinge matches from like years ago I'm like how are you the algorithm man (laughs) the algorithm is the algorithm they know Mm -hmm. and two like we were all saying a lot of times people not only going back to the insecurity part Um, but they confuse the difference between privacy with secrecy because, you know, privacy is about having a life that you don't share with others. Secrecy is about intentionally hiding information. You can show you're in a relationship without detailing every aspect of the relationship you have with this person. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with posting your partner at all. Go for it. Like you Mm -hmm. said, if that's what you want to do, and that's how you feel, why not do it? But if you oversharing about fights that you're having or little arguments and bringing up the past and doing weird stuff, then I'm like, I don't like that. Nobody's trying to hear all that. (laughs) Nobody's trying to hear all that. I don't like it. And And I feel again, people think like, oh, you know, I want to, I want a private life. People don't have to know who I'm dealing with. Why y'all want to know who I'm dealing with? It's like, it's not particularly that. It's just, again, you show off everything else on social media. Why not post the person here and there? Like, is there something going on maybe? But right. Like, I still think it should probably be consistent with their general social media habits. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I think if 
things aren't adding up between like how you know they use social media versus how they use it with you i don't know that that because at least with my man like i know in general he really does not be using social media he barely even he doesn't even go on his phone that much like Mm-hmm. like anytime I'm spending time he's you know and and when he's working whatever he's like barely ever on his phone so it's like it's it, that's what gives me peace of mind because I'm like it's not like it's out of character mm-hmm. you know and I'm not going to try to push him to do something he don't want to do just for my satisfaction like mm-hmm. everything else we're fine like every other box check so I, I don't think that's something that should be mm-hmm. that should bother me you know and even then, so. I think it I think it would be overbearing to that person if you always like post me, do this, do that. But you saying exactly. again, why would you even try to like conflict their character that they already have? If you already know, they don't even be on here like that. They don't give a damn. Then they're not thinking about it. You thinking about it. They not. <laughs> exactly. And I know one thing that I wanted to bring up as well, that again, it's not a big deal, but it grinds my gears. Just personally, it annoys the hell out of me. I don't see why people do it. But I'm sure you guys have seen online when people post, whether it's a man or a woman, they post their significant other and they have an em- emoji of some sort over their face. Like that is the <laughs> epitome of corny to me. And and I see it on like Twitter and Instagram. People are like, oh my gosh, have so much fun with Bay, blah, 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 blah. And you will see the person who isn't, who their identity isn't covered or whatever or hidden. Like they'll look cute and the other person from what you see can look cute and they look happy. So I'm like, well, I guess the other person happy, but why put an emoji over their face? <laughs> Or, like, intentionally don't tag them on Instagram. Or, like, put one of the fake ads, like, mind Wait, your business. People oh put gosh. that? Yeah, like, so people can't find their partner or, like, try to slide in their DMs or something. Girl, we... Uh, wait, that's mental illness right there. That's what that is. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Go, wait, go back. What did you say, Mackenzie? When people put, like, their... Like, it's a picture of their them and their significant other, and then they, instead of tagging their significant other, they'll put, like, a fake at, like, don't even try, or, like, you can't find her, like, she's mine, or he's First of all, mine. nobody's trying to hit up your ugly-ass girlfriend, okay? Let's <laughs> exactly. start there. Exactly! Exactly! <laughs> oh, and even then, usually we know who the hell these people are. I know who they Or they're they not that hard to find, like, you follow each other. Mm-hmm. Or no uh, one's looking that hard. Oh, there's a first comment with hard eyes on the picture. Like. Uh, <laughs> all of it. It's a mental illness. Right. Why are you right. acting like this? I just don't understand it because, it, and to me, unless they're like a public figure, I don't know. But even then, girl, okay, you with them. Like, why not be happy? Especially if in the photo, you look happy and you're smiling. Why not? share the person who's making you happy like yeah I don't know if you're that worried that people are gonna be in their dms like trust your partner more that's just weird yeah it's weird and like I said nobody's trying to be in your partner's dms like I don't know who you gotta be I'm just saying even when people I saw even recently when you see like on twitter people will have stories that go viral and this isn't as nice, but you know, when people put people on blast, like, yeah, I was a side chick or the side dude for so many years and they'll cover out their face. I'm like, maybe that's a little bit because you talking shit, but even then, post them. You so bold to tell the entire story. Say it with your chest. Do it. What Monique say, if you go do, keep it on the playground if you not naming names, y'all. Keep it on the playground. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you're going to do all that, you may as well just go all the way. Always. May as well. I'm a big person. I'm always going to take it one step too far. So <laughs> for me, <laughs> I'm going to go all out. But I was going to say, lastly, ladies, did you have anything else to add? You know, if anybody is out there like, should I be worried that my partner isn't posting me or should I be worried if my partner is oversharing? Like, what are your last thoughts? I say whatever, whatever it is that's bothering you like that, you need to just sort it out. Like not, and, and I don't think anyone, everyone's valid for how they feel, but you need to really, you need to understand why you feel certain ways and just communicate with your partner that you're feeling that way. Like talk about it. It's not, I don't know. I'm a little harsh when it comes to communication. I'm like, it's not that deep. Just, just say talk about it. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that, um, you should communicate and also I would say go with your gut because sometimes there are times where things just really don't add up and people are being secretive and if you think things aren't adding up well there's a good chance they're not but you know you trust need that intuition trust that intuition exactly so that's that's my only that's <laughs> that's what I would say <laughs> to the people I'll second that okay I like that moving on you guys to the last segment of the show we have you are drove. So just an FYI for my non-St. Louisans, drove is a term for just being mad, sad, confused, or plain oblivious to how you thought a situation will work in your favor. In other terms, it didn't work out, you know? It's kind of like setting your hopes up and just getting them all knocked down. Pretty much how 2020 did all of us. Like we all were drove as hell for making these plans, you know, having these big schemes. I thought I was going to Broccoli Fest. Hell no. Nah. Didn't do nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing was done. I accomplished some stuff, but <laughs> didn't go anywhere. And that happened to a lot of us. But for this week's drove section, I want to talk about how scamming season is upon us. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Jennifer Shy was arrested for fraud. So I don't know if you guys are super duper familiar with the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City franchise, but apparently Miss Jennifer Shy was arrested on Tuesday on charges of wire fraud conspiracy and money laundering conspiracy for her role in an alleged telemarketing scheme. Um, the Manhattan U.S. Attorney's Office announced this then, and she and her assistant are accused of carrying out a humongous telemarketing scheme, which they targeted, unfortunately, people who were over the age of 55 by selling them business services in connection with their online businesses. And ironically enough, Ms. Jennifer is the same person who bragged about spending $50,000 per month on the show. So she talked, you know, big game. And you know, the Real Housewives franchise, they're known for being very over the top, glamorous. These women are taking trips. These women own businesses. They're lawyers. They're well known. So a lot of times people weren't thinking in connection to any fraud. They're just thinking, okay, she's bringing in some money, but Miss Jen might not have been bringing in the best money. So Federal prosecutors even said then, like, I feel like it just gets worse and worse, but her and her assistant represent the highest level of this scheme and even began funding shell companies to launder the proceedings under. So one of her um, organizations or companies that she even has literally has $5 million. Like, that's how much it's worth. So that's how much she was fueling back in 
to her own stuff from stealing from people, you know. I'm well, she's accused. That's what she's accused of doing. I don't need nobody coming after me. But that's what she's accused of doing. And even then, it's just not looking pretty for Jennifer because she's already faced with carrying a maximum sentence of 30 years because of the actual, you know, scamming of people over the age of 55. But then they got an additional 20 years for conspiracy to commit money laundering. It's just not looking she had a She had an age group that she was targeting. It was only people over 55. A majority of her victims say, are over it, 55. It wasn't the people calling me about my car insurance three right. times a day. <laughs> I, need it, I need somebody to get to the bottom of that. I don't care about yeah. the for girl. They can uh-uh. face 30 years. <laughs> Who is asking me about my damn car insurance that I don't have? I'm going to crack it up. <laughs> you know what? I've never understood where those calls come from. And they are telemarketers. And I never... How is telemarketing even a job, technically? So I was a, like a telemarketer marketer essentially for my undergrad school mm-hmm. um the whole job was kind of fucked up really hated it <laughs> really it was just it was scamming people for an institution that i didn't was it like as alumni it. giving yeah because i did that for northwestern shout out phonathon yep <laughs> the phonathon and they they gave us a script and everything and like if they say no the first time you have to ask twice more they had like different excuses like if they say no because like they're poor and living on the street we'll tell them that like the streets are nice over at Loyola so they should give to like that's an exaggeration but like they had an excuse for everything like any excuse wow. they could come up not to give yeah money. that was the same exact way at Northwestern like yeah and then wow. they would secretly listen in on your calls yeah <laughs> And then they'd be like, you hang up, realizing you messed up, and then you turn around and they'd be looking at you like, let's yeah. discuss that one. And you wouldn't even know they were listening. So imagine these people calling grandparents, heckling them, like, hey, you know, Suzanne, I see you got your um knitting business on Etsy, but you know, we can definitely boost product sales if you move on over with our shipping company. And she's like, well, I could, how much could I save? You know, girl, you could save $30. And then she paying, ain't had nothing and shipping no extra service like that is crazy and funny enough I think this even plays back to just I think society's treatment of the elderly in general is terrible um I even watched that movie recently oh my oh my gosh it's with Rosemary Pike the woman from Gone Girl people kept talking about it on Netflix it was like I can help you or I'm excited to help you damn it's on the tip of my tongue well we're gonna have to find out (laughs) but basically but basically in the film what she did was she attained guardianship over these elderly people oh I saw that I saw that yes she attained their guardianship and then would work in conjunction with the nursing homes to get these people put in and then she would take like all of their savings and their money oh, and their retirement. I didn't hear about this. Movie wild as hell because she picked the wrong old lady to try yeah. to flip the script on and set the scam up. But again, it's just sad to see that people do this to older people. And even then, I think I picked Miss Jen for this week's episode because she even pissed me off further because, y'all, she showed up to court her court appearance in box break. Wait, in this jail. She's not white. She's not white. She is Hawaiian. But she's not um, black. And right. a of Chinese and <sighs> Hong Yeah, she's not black at all, but not white. 
but she showed up to court in box breaks. Let me see if I can find a picture. I saved it just to show these ladies in case you hadn't seen it. Cause I definitely was like, Miss Mamas, why, <laughs> why would you do that? Why your hair look like that? <laughs> braids were a jail hairstyle, but I guess them not. Oh, who did them braids? They need they need their black card revoked. They were real tight. <laughs> and grew up in Salt Lake City. She's not even from an urban city, so I I don't understand it. You know, I guess Jennifer. Best of luck to you. She pleaded not guilty, but you know, everything's gonna take place. And we will see how this unravels over the course of the next couple of weeks. But you guys, that is it for today's episode. Ladies, do you wanna let my listeners know where they can find you at? If you wanna share on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Sela.v, S-E-L-A-8.v. I ain't got much going on up there, but there will be soon. <laughs> <laughs> My Instagram is Mackenzie Lauren One. No A in Mackenzie. Okay. Well, you guys give them a follow. And I am going to do my spiel, as always. You know, as somebody who is an avid complainer, I actually don't mind hearing the complaints of others, but only when it is necessary. So let me judge your annoyances, both big and small, to see if you should be annoyed or offended. Make sure to email them to annoyed, not offended at gmail.com and Thanks again for tuning in, you guys. Ciao. Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.